Real Presence Live. Religion has understood things about the way humans function long before science was able to prove anything. Local. It's always important for all of us to kind of look externally and say, what about these family? They are just like the Holy Family. They're experiencing the same persecution. Engaging. Jesus wants to be with us. I always think of that as at the heart of the Eucharist. Live. A mystery then of the rosary allows us to see a teaching of the church, but to be able to go deeper within that teaching. And good morning. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Jerry Klein. And we're hosting this morning from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Thanks for joining me, Jerry. Well, it's been a while, Heather. I'm glad to be back on with you and... uh, I love being a part of Real Presence Live. That's the right answer. Uh, good. <laughs> so do I get some of those donuts that they're talking about? for maybe, the? Uh, well, you're not a priest. But maybe I know a priest you who could give me one. You could nominate one. I could nominate If one. you nominate a good priest, maybe he'll give you one. We'll talk. Okay. We'll All talk. Right. We'll talk. Well, before we get too far in this morning, let's start our morning with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary... I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your sacred heart. In union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all of my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. Amen. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, it is a fine, beautiful morning here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and thank you for joining us. You're listening to Real Presence Live. My co-host is Mr. Jerry Klein. Real brief, tell us a little bit about yourself for those that haven't heard you before. Well, I am the uh, the formal title. I'm going to give you the formal, full title. The long one, Which yeah. will fill a lot of time. It will. Um, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the uh, for the Diocese of Sioux Falls, working for uh, Bishop Paul Swain, I am the Delegate for Communications and Social Ministries, which means... Anything communications related and also anything social ministries related. For example, Catholic Family Services is part of my world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outreach ministries that uh, the diocese is involved with are part of my world. So it's a nice it's a nice mix of things that I get to work on. It's a big mix of things, and it it's is. a it's, big world. It's fun. It's a lot. So of fun. there are how many delegates in Sioux Falls? Oh, we have the diocese. Um, so um, we have what there, seven seven or eight of us, I guess, different oh, okay. in different areas. Uh, so you cover a lot things. of areas. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Well, thank you for joining us. And you actually used to be on the radio once in a while, and you still are. You know, it's actually where I started, Heather. Uh, when I graduated college, well, even while I was in college, I was doing radio um, at SDSU. It was the it was the days before all the South Dakota broadcasting was consolidated, so each campus had their own station. And I worked at KESD, which was the which was the station in Brookings, the campus station in Brookings. That's where I got started, hmm. uh, and then got into news. That was I'm a journalism graduate. Got into news reporting and uh, worked. Started working even while I was in college for KSOO Radio in Sioux Falls, and then worked there for uh, several years after I graduated. So very cool. Yeah. So you're the professional here. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Uh, radio, radio is uh, a very different world than it was in those days. So yeah. it's. Uh, I think you're the professional here. Oh, okay. I'm going we'll to trust you on that one. <laughs> well, before we get too far into our show, we're going to head over to Aaron up in the Fargo office, and he's going to let us know what we can expect coming up on this show. Well, thank you very much, Heather. We have a great lineup today. Linda Baldwin of the Mustard Seed Catholic Store is going to sit down with our host to talk about what it's like to run a Catholic religious goods store. 
Then Father Tim Cohn will be here to pray for your intentions during Prayerfully Yours. He will also be here for your questions on the faith during Straight Talk. Then in the second hour, we'll sit down with Julie Becker of the St. Francis House on the update of their ministry and the building of their new facility. Abby Schellenkamp will share her experiences with Totus Tuus and how that's changed her life. Also, stay tuned for Betsy Neepkins. She will share about the beauty of the Catholic family camp in the Diocese of Duluth. All this and more right here on Real Presence Live. Right back to you guys. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Sounds like we've got a full morning. You know, it's so fun. I I love listening to this program because I find out what's going on all around our region. And I love it. Not just our diocese, but around our region. It's fantastic. We're getting spoiled. Yeah. It was was a hard move for some of the folks in Sioux Falls, but they're really enjoying it because, you know, I'm from Rapid City. Right. You know, so I love to hear what's going on over there. And there's a lot of people from Minnesota that are here. And, you know. North Dakota. We're all And we're all together. I love it. Yeah. Well, speaking of family, shall we put my mom on the air? I think we should. <laughs> well, Yay! My, <laughs> my mother is our first guest. Her name is Linda Baldwin, and she runs the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore here, or gift store here in Sioux Falls. There's also a twin out in Rapid City, the original. How long do you think that store has been out there in Rapid, Mom? More than 30 years, probably over 40 years. Yeah? We're on our third owner. Well, that's really not that many. I was just going to say now, (coughs) is it a single mustard seed, Linda, or are there two mustard seeds? Is there one in Rapid City and one here? Mm. I mean, in the sense of the actual (laughs) mustard seed, like, you know, growing Uh, into the big bush. I think one. Is that two? One great great bush. One great bush. One great bush. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Not to be confused with the edibles. (laughs) You know, there's the difference between the mustard seed and the mustard seed. Anyway, so... Neither here nor there, Mom. <laughs> Didn't mean to take us off track. It's <laughs> <laughs> just fine. So we've we opened the store back when? In o- October first, it was the day we opened the store here. And how are things going? Wonderful. Sioux Falls has been so good to us, and and the whole area. Um, like we had someone from Nebraska who was in here on Saturday that that it was just fun to visit with her. And so we have people from Minnesota and all over the diocese who come in. Mm-hmm. And they're all excited that we're here. And they all thank us for being open. And, and we're just like, yo, we're so excited. We have customers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mutual admiration society. Yes, it is. It's great. It's Everyone's great. happy. Well, and I thought it was very interesting um, when you were going to be on this morning. I went back and the bishop actually came and blessed the store, which some might think is an unusual thing because it's a it's not a nonprofit, you know, it's a right. regular store. But I kind of wanted to dive in a little bit this morning in our conversation about religious goods and the importance of having religious goods. And one thing I can remember you teaching me, mom, I don't know, my whole life probably is if somebody walked into your home, would they be able to convict you of being a Catholic? <laughs> you know, so Fill in a little bit. How did you come up with that idea? I've um, done religious education for 45 years. And so you get lots of different trainings. And one of the things that um, a speaker said one time was that. And they said, um, unfortunately, either your house looks like you've never heard of God or you look like a religious bookstore. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's no in between. <laughs> you're either crazy or you're not. You know? But at my house always looked like a religious bookstore. <laughs> yeah, and I and I loved it. And my that's just how my kids grew up. Um, teaching religious ed, I was in charge of um, RCIA, which is when um, adults join the Catholic Church and First Communion, both which is bo- uh, both the ends of joining into um, full communion with the Catholic Church in uh, some really special ways. And I, my favorite class, and I did it with both groups, was uh, create a prayer space at home. And so then we would talk about what does a prayer space look like and we would and I would bring samples of prayer spaces like one for a child would have um, children's books and they would have rosaries that are all fun colors and and uh, candles with a candle snuffer oh my gosh that's the most important part because you can get them to pray she if never they let me get, play with it. Don't if, worry. If they get to put out the candle, oh my gosh! And if anybody's ever been to a three-year-old atrium, catechesis of the Good Shepherd, you know that the biggest fight every morning is who gets to put out the candle tonight, and we have to decide that right away so that we can get on with the day. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge part. And an adult prayer space, you um, can find your favorite religious art and have mm-hmm. pictures of something that just really speak to you and you can change it with the seasons and you can have like a nativity set part of the year and you can have just this fabulous beautiful rosary that really speaks to you when you see it and it 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 um just uh is an example of the beauty of god's mm-hmm. uh God's church when you have beautiful rosaries and beautiful art and beautiful candles or whatever you want at your prayer space. But then it calls you, when you see it, it calls you to prayer and it isn't calling you like, I got to go over there. It's like, oh, I love that. Isn't that a great place? And can you smell those candles? Oh, I love that that fragrance. And oh, you know, so it's... It can be very simple too, though, can it? Oh, yes. Because when uh, Heather was praying the morning offering this morning, my mind immediately went back to my growing up years and in the mirror above the sink uh, in the uh, bathroom was always a copy of the morning offering and the idea was of course as you're getting ready for your day Mm -hmm. there it is the prayers right there so having religious goods can be as elaborate or as simple as something like that right a simple holy card yeah well, and I think that you've taken an interesting approach. I think both you and Marsha, Marsha Williamson owns the stores, um, and Mom, you run the one here in Sioux Falls. Um, but I think it's interesting because when Marsha was trying to decide whether or not to open the store, because that's a you know a real big commitment, a leap of faith, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's interesting compared to other stores, you both take a very... Um, God approach, obviously, which is good, (laughs) to the store, but you also look at it as a ministry. Right. Um, Every day when you come in the store, I moved here from after 45 years of being in Rapid City, and I was um, very involved at the cathedral there, and I just thought, I'm going to be so homesick, I don't know what I'll do. And I get here to the store, and I have not been homesick. I, I'll admit, I've cried a couple times when people <laughs> from home come in the store, and I, I have to give them a hug, and I think, oh, I miss you so much. But really, every day, people come in and share their faith, and they share their struggles, and they share their love of, of um, being Catholic and all the different 
parts are their love of a saint, their love of a book, their love of, of a beautiful rosary. And so they share their love with me every day or, or their struggles. Um, their sister just got cancer or their um, daughter is getting divorced and they have all these struggles and they want somebody to talk to and somebody to help them with. And so it's just... Um, just a beautiful place to be all day long, and you never know. You, I'm you from when they walk in, you can't tell what you're going to hear out of out of um, mm -hmm. every person who comes in here. And some days they they break your heart, and some days they make you just laugh with great joy. So yeah. it's it's just a great it's a great experience. Yes. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Heather Caro, and my co-host this morning is Jerry Klein from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. We're actually talking with Linda Baldwin, who happens to be my mother and the, <laughs> and the manager of the Mustard Seed here in Sioux Falls. It's a Catholic uh, religious store, and we're just kind of talking about the importance of religious goods and the ministry that this store actually can be. One of my favorite things about coming into the store, the different staff you have. Yes. <laughs> and, the, and the things they bring to the table. Right. And it's, it's very interesting. Um, we have uh, a consecrated virgin and we have a woman who is the mother of a seminarian and we have um, women who are in super fantastic book clubs mm -hmm. and Bible studies and, and, teenagers and an ex-seminarian he <laughs> and a new con two new converts that both of them are yeah have been converts under um under two years and and they're both young and so it's just a great variety of people and and uh and they just love working here it's just really fun having so many great people around so they find some kind of meaning in mm -hmm. kind of maybe what you were talking about yes, before hearing yes. the stories of people or maybe sharing their own story with others right right yeah. And it, it's, it's you know, they always say, know what your story is and be able to tell it on the spur of the moment. Well, they've had lots of practice. <laughs> they, yeah. they, really, they really do know their own story now because they're being asked to share it so often. Linda, I think about this in terms of, and, I'm, and I suspect you do too, uh, in terms of evangelization. You know, right. it's the call we all have from our baptism. Right. Uh, a lot of us struggle to figure out how to do that or even that we ought to do it right and then how to do it uh, mm -hmm. this is a really interesting way to do it mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful thing when when you're here and people come in and they go I need to buy a baptism gift I have no idea and then you you say oh look here's here's the, but this is the this is the stand where the baptism stuff is but everything in the store would work for a baptism and that's same with first communion the same with confirmation same with a wedding and they look at you like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, that's true. Well, a lot of it is educating. Yeah. 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 That's what I was just thinking. It's really, it's really an extension of your, yeah. of your work as a religious Oh, educator. yes. I, I'm just, uh, the background that I have is perfect for this store. And then and Father Christensen in Rapid City said, um, it's like you're going to be a counselor, but you didn't have to do all the things yourself. You didn't have to have cancer. You didn't have to get divorced. You didn't have to, you know. Uh, oh, but you did anyway. <laughs> I did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but he said, yeah, you have firsthand knowledge of just about anything they can come up with, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just think it's, you know, it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been, like you said, joyful and heartbreaking. What's been the hardest thing? What's been the surprising thing? Because you worked at the Mustard Seed in Rapid City. Right. Um, but as managing this store, what have you found to be most challenging? 
Oh, <laughs> going home. <laughs> Is it that bad living with me? (laughs) Oh, well, you didn't have to tell them that's why. (laughs) But I I find the hardest thing is leaving. I don't, I never, I I just stay here. We're open from 9 a.m. till 8 p.m. and 9 to 5 on Saturday. That's a lot of hours if you you calculate it out. And I, I just can't leave. Yeah, <laughs> just stay here all the time. I'll be like, but, it'll be you know quarter to nine. I'm like, mom, are you coming home yeah. sometime? <laughs> <laughs> you, you left at a quarter. Yeah, but it's been great. It's been great. It, it's it's really home to me. I feel very, very good here. Good. Any last thoughts before we go? I don't know. Um, I just think. Um, that if, if people are looking for um, support in their faith, that they should come down and, and see what we have to offer. And we are happy to hear um, ideas of, of things that, that are new and wonderful out there in the world that we haven't heard of. And and uh, and books, we'll order you books. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just fun to visit with everybody. Linda, one thought I have is that... Uh, this is a great place for people who are looking for support for themselves, mm-hmm. but who may have family members who need some support right, or right. who are straying from the faith. There's a lot of things that might help them come back. Right. Yeah. Right? right? Absolutely. And we have a Bible study here room here that people can can come in and reserve and they can meet and 12 to 20 people fit in here and and they can come and enjoy well, um, I think it's our just- coffee and our cookies and... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just a good reminder, um, you know, if you're ever feeling lost, maybe go check out your local Catholic bookstore. It's just, you know, valuable. Great resources. All right. Well, thanks, Mom, for joining us this morning. You're very welcome. Okay. Well, we look forward to having Mom back again. I don't know how long it'll be before she's back. But coming up next, it's time to bring your intentions to the Lord in our Prayer for Yours segment. Then we will have Father Tim Cohen take your questions on faith during Straight Talk. And later, Julie Becker will give us an update on beautiful things going on at the St. Francis House in Sioux Falls. I'm Heather Caro, and Jerry Klein is here with me. We'll be right back on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithandbusinessconference.com. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Heart of Your Legacy, where, as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy, and Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. And good morning and welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are now heading into our Prayerfully Yours segment. Almost every day we receive prayer requests asking for prayers for those closest to us who are suffering with illness, who have lost a job, who are traveling, who are having trouble in their marriages, or are just trying to discern the Lord's will. So we are going to start off with our prayer intentions for today. Our first intention this morning, please pray for Father Charles, who will be having a pacemaker put in this week. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we thank you for the gift of your life and your love for us. We lift up Father Charles to you. We ask that you would guide the surgeons and all of those who are entrusted, uh, who he has been entrusted to in their care. And Lord, we lift up all of those who are suffering, those who are facing significant surgeries or significant illnesses, Lord, that you would be with them, that you would give them the grace that they need, Lord, and if it is your will that they would be healed. Father, we praise you and we thank you for hearing these, our prayers. We pray this morning for an elderly lady. Heavenly Father, we lift up this woman to you. We lay her at your feet. Lord, be with her, guide her, console her, draw her ever closer to your sacred heart. And Lord, we lift up all of the elderly, all who struggle with dementia, with Alzheimer's, with loneliness, with isolation, those who feel they have no hope, who feel so alone. Lord, be with them. Guide them, strengthen them, and be there with their families, that each and every one of them would be given the gifts and graces that they need, that they may become the greatest of saints. For Kelsey, who had to undergo an emergency surgery. Father, we praise you and we thank you for being with Kelsey during her time of need. Bless the doctors, the nurses, the staff, all of those who are there, and also be with the family. Lord, we lift up all in the hospitals, all of those 
who are facing emergency circumstances, Lord. We ask that your Holy Spirit would be with them. Please bless all, also the first responders, Lord. All of those who respond to these kinds of circumstances, that you would be with them. We pray this morning for Sean, who desperately needs a job, and for Renee's healing. Father, we thank you for Sean, for the gift that he is. Lord, please provide for his need. Provide him suitable employment and provide for his financial and, and spiritual needs as well. And also for Renee, Lord, you know the needs. We ask that she would be healed in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up all of those who are unemployed, all of those who are underemployed, who are looking for work and are struggling to find it. And those also who are struggling in their jobs, Lord, whether difficult circumstances or not getting along with coworkers or their bosses, Lord, you know the needs. We ask that you would pour your precious blood over each and every person that is in need this day, over all of these listeners, Lord, over those who are most in need, and especially those, Lord, who are to die today. Father, be with them. Give them every grace and heavenly blessing that they need. Thank you for taking the time to pray with us today for these Real Presence Radio family members and their needs. If you have a specific intention you would like us to pray for, please visit our website, yourcatholicradiostation.com, and submit it under prayer requests at the top of the page. You can also submit an intention on our app. Simply click on prayer requests on the main screen. We'll be back in just one minute. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Jerry Klein. Thank you for joining us this fine morning on Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And we just had our prayer intentions. Father Tim Cohn is with us. Good morning. You're the mystery voice that said all those <laughs> prayers. They all now know who you are. But before we get into our straight talk, I wanted to remind people that that is coming up here in just a few minutes. But I wanted to chat with Father Tim Cohn first <laughs> before we put him in the hot seat. It's only polite. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Father Tim Cohn, you are the newest priest in our diocese. So congratulations and thank you for answering the call. Thank you. How has it been so far? Oh man, it's it's uh, it's been a whirlwind. It's only been five minutes. But. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> you know, it's been such a beautiful 
gift. Uh, uh, I mean, it's hard to even, I mean, God's so good. You know, he, yeah. he's never outdone in his generosity. And uh, I, I'm experiencing that firsthand, you know, every, every day. Um, and it's, yeah, it's been a beautiful gift. Well, and for those that might not know uh, Father Tim Cohn, uh, people out in Rapid City might be excited to be hearing from you also <laughs> because you actually grew up out there. That's right. Yeah, I spent the vast, uh, or the, probably the majority of my life out in Rapid City. My folks were in the Air Force, uh, and they ended up retiring out there. So uh, I know your mom was on the radio just before me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've known her since I was a little kid. Yes. <laughs> she was telling stories of you before before the show started. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, Father Tim. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Father Tim, uh, I was pr- I privileged to be uh, at the parish where you are now, the associate pastor, St. Michael's in Sioux Falls. And uh, I loved hearing your vocation story yesterday <laughs> as you were preaching. That was great. Um, I just think about the grace that comes with ordination mm-hmm. and, and that kind of launches you into this world uh, in such a powerful way. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, nothing... Uh, you know, you, you talk about these things, you learn about these things in seminary, but nothing prepares you for actually going through it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, the, our Lord's alive, you know, and I'm seeing this firsthand yeah. on a daily basis, and it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. So thinking back, um, I've interviewed several priests that, you know, it's their first year being a priest, um, going through the ordination. And I always find it interesting to hear um about the ordination, either the diaconate or the priesthood ordination, what did, was most striking and unexpected um, hmm. for you during one of those? Yeah, I would say uh, during, the, during the priesthood ordination, what really struck me was how almost ordinary it felt. Uh, I mean, there, there wasn't any major affective movements in my heart. You know, it just felt so normal. And, uh, but what blew me away was when the priests came up one by one. I mean, there were, what, I don't know, a hundred and some priests that were there. Uh, and they came up one by one uh, to give the sign of peace to me. And just mm-hmm. the joy on their face and just you know, welcome to the priesthood, welcome to the presbyter. And just like feeling the, the, the fraternal, the, the love of God through my brother priests. That uh, just moved me to tears. Uh, it, it was beautiful. <laughs> and every priest I've ever interviewed has said the same thing. I no just kidding. find that so interesting. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. We appreciate you, uh, you joining us for the prayer intentions. And soon we're going to be heading into... Oh, right there we are. That noise, folks, means it is straight talk time. We are here. It is 930. Every day at 930, we have a segment called Straight Talk where you get to call in with questions you might have for a priest um, or anything on local events or something about the Catholic world. The number is 877-795-0122. Again, the number is 877-795-0122. You can also submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. Are you nervous? Slightly. <laughs> Jerry's here. Don't worry. There's no wrong answer. Jerry's here. <laughs> I think Dr. Bergwald would disagree with oh, you. Yeah. I think you're right. And the bishop. <laughs> All right. Then the, then the answer, if you don't know, is I don't know. I don't okay. know. Yeah, that's right. We'll do, you're allowed to say that. 
<laughs> Again, this is Straight Talk. Our number is 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. Now, I think it's interesting because each priest has his own personality and his own uh, charism, I guess you could say. Uh, what have you found to be your niche? Uh, or have you found one? Yeah, yet? you know, one, <laughs> uh, one of the things uh, I love... Uh, I love intercessory prayer. Uh, so I was actually kind of tickled when uh, when the folks with uh, Real Presence Radio asked me to, uh, you know, to kind of jump into that intercessory prayer part because that's something that I've found uh, just hugely fruitful. It's, uh, I mean, people have come up out of the works, you know, that just, hey, Tim, will you pray for me? Or they're just being moved by the Holy Spirit just to pray with people on the spot. Uh, uh, and... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just been really, really powerful for me wow. uh, and fruitful to see. And then, you know, by God's grace, seeing prayers answered sometimes immediately. You know, I, like, I've encountered some powerful, powerful moments in prayer uh, uh, that have just kind of rocked my world, you know. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this is real. <laughs> God is absolutely real, and every single prayer makes a difference. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's been kind of nice. Very cool. It's uh, you can't go wrong with any form of prayer, of course, but uh, that spontaneous prayer, the the ability to, in a sense, let the spirit move you uh, uh, to provide the words. It's, it's mm-hmm. what it's what the gospel tells us, right? Don't worry, the the right. words will be provided to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In fact, that was just in uh, uh, the mass readings the other day. Uh, you know, one of the things that struck me when I was kind of, uh, I was praying once in the, at the seminary uh, just during my holy hour, and I read, I can't remember exactly where it was, um, but there's just the slightest little snippet uh, in, in the gospel where it said, and they laid him, uh, they laid them at his feet, mm-hmm. and they were healed. Uh, and that just really struck me that it's like, okay, so how do I pray? Well, Lord, if people are in need of healing, Lord, I'm just going to ask, I, I'll, I'll say like, you know, Lord, Heaven, Heavenly Father, I lay this person at your feet. And then my internal desire is like with the expectation, Lord, you're going to heal them because that's what you said in the scriptures, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah, it's been beautiful. Yeah, and the and uh, I think maybe you're referring to the paralytic that the friends mm-hmm. brought to him. So we should never be afraid to be praying for other people, to mm-hmm. be bringing those needs uh, uh, for others to the Lord. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Well, and if you're just tuning in, this is Straight Talk. It's our segment where you get to call in with questions that you might have on the Catholic faith or any current events. Um, and Father Tim Cohn will try to answer them for you. His Our number is 877-795-0122. Again, the number is 877-795-0122. Or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. So we're talking a little bit about intercessory prayer. Um one of the falsehoods that people believe about the Catholic Church actually deals with intercessory prayer. Mm. Um, what's the number one thing that people say um, they don't believe in being Catholic? Oh, because we pray to the saints or we pray to Mary, right? Uh, Worship her, right? 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 Rather, and uh, you know, rather than going to God, and and the biggest uh, uh, or one way that I had it explained to me was like, you know. Uh, we we've got we got friends in high places, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Tap into that. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, and it's not that uh, you know we we don't pray to them. I mean, they're 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 not God, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but uh, we believe in the communion of saints, yeah. and, and not only that. I mean, just like you would ask your neighbor for help with something, you know. Uh, but you know, let's say you uh, mm-hmm. had a uh, an illness in the family, you know, and family or uh, neighbors come over to make you meals and that kind of thing. Uh, in a, in a certain 
in a certain respect, it's kind of like that with the angels and saints. They they have already made it. You know, mm-hmm. they're with God in heaven. They see him face to face. And so why not ask for their help? Yeah. Uh, and especially with the blessed, uh, our, our blessed mother, I mean, who knows the heart of a son better than the mother? Mm. And this is our blessed mother yeah. who knows the sacred heart of Jesus. So, of course, I want to go to mom to ask for help. Well, you know? yeah, she's the, one, <laughs> she's the one who launched his career, so to say, you know, do what he tells you. Yeah, And right. he's like, no, mom, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Woman. ready. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> I love this whole concept of the communion of saints, Father, because it's uh, it, it, it just ties us all together, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, and we know we are tied together. So when people die, uh, we pray for them. So that right. they become a part of the communion of saints, mm-hmm. with the hopes that they're going to pray for us mm-hmm. uh, while we're still on earth. It's just a—I think it's a beautiful uh, image uh, yeah. that we can hold and, well, and, I think so, and trust. I think so often people, you know, when a loved one passes away, it seems like a, f- a finale, but really they're becoming fully alive. And I think mm-hmm. we tend to forget that part. You know, it's <laughs> well, like, we get caught up in our own grief, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, yeah. It's well, very that's a, human. Yeah. We're, we're, we're pilgrims on a journey. We are citizens of heaven. That is our final end. That is what we're going for. That even, even if we were to be given everything to us here on earth, this isn't our final end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is not what we're made for. We're here to accomplish what, uh, what our Lord desires for us with the end goal in mind that we would reside with him forever in heaven. Absolutely. Well, you're listening to Straight Talk. We're talking with Father Tim Cohn. I'm Heather Caro, and Jerry Klein is my co-host this morning. Um, if you have a question or would like to join in on the conversation, please give us a call, 877-795-0122. Again, the number is 877-795-0122, or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. And if you want to change the subject, you sure can. <laughs> you are in control. <laughs> You can ask whatever you want. Well, I'm going to take. I'm going to fill uh, follow up just once on uh, because it fits with what the way you ended your homily yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and I almost took it as, in a sense, maybe your mission statement as a priest, and that is to help the people you serve get to heaven. Absolutely, I, I love that. I love the way you said that. I thought yeah. that was. Uh, you couldn't have a better mission statement as a priest, right? Right, right. Yeah, I said this right at the end of the homily. I basically said, you know what. Why am I here? Why am I here with you guys? And the thing is, I want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven, and I want to bring as many people with me as I can. And, and that's that's that we are all part of the body of Christ. When when Jesus looks at us, he sees all of us as, or when God, the Father looks at us, he sees us all as his beloved son. And, and so we're, we're meant to be in communion with one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, when one suffers, all suffers. When one when one uh, celebrates joy, we all celebrate joy. This is the beauty of our faith and the fact that we need each other to get to heaven. I mean, mm-hmm. this is not a one-man show here mm-hmm. or one-woman show, mm-hmm. Heather. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank why you. she has a co-host. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Complimentary. Thanks for being <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if you have any questions, the phone lines are open, 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. You can submit questions on Facebook. We're talking with Father Tim Cohn, our newest priest in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, one question I had for you, Father, um, is I think as humans, we tend to forget about our guardian angels. Mm. Can we discuss guardian <laughs> angels a little bit? And, and 
you know, what do you think God's purpose of giving us? I mean, can you think about that? I angel to follow us around how boring would that be but you know <laughs> you know what i mean can we yeah. talk about that oh a little yeah bit? absolutely and this is what's beautiful is every well this is the thing you're never alone anyway yeah. each person has been given a guardian angel to protect them to guide them to look after them with one mission and that is to get them to heaven and uh, and so what they they inspire you with heavenly thoughts. They help to protect you uh, from uh, uh, from temptation. I mean, they they're always there. And a, a beautiful practice is uh, to pray in thanksgiving for your guardian angel. Uh, you know, there's so many saints, Padre Pio being one of them, who uh, had encounters with his guardian angel or actually saw his guardian angel. Uh, uh, so many of the saints recognize the power of their guardian angel. And, and now that you think about it, one of the most beautiful things that you can do uh, is Eucharistic adoration. Because what the angels were made for is union with God and to get you to heaven. And so there you are in front of Jesus Christ himself in adoration. And your angel is doing exactly what he was created, what they were created for, protecting you and getting you to heaven. And it's coming together in one spot right there. I have never thought about that. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Wow. Yeah. And not only that, what it's not just for them. Yeah. And it's not just people, you know, I mean, there's dioceses that have guardian angels, you know, and, and uh, uh, countries and uh, uh, all over the, I mean, priests, uh, those who are consecrated have uh, guardian angels given to them. Uh, you know, St. Faustina talked about seeing the guardian angel for, for the diocese uh, uh, when she was on a train. I can't remember where she was traveling from. Uh, so it's like all of the saints give us insights into, you know, the, the, the spiritual realities that are present. Yeah. Well, if you want to join in on the conversation, our number is 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122, or you can submit any questions you have on Facebook. So if God gave all these angels for all of these different purposes, we must be in a really treacherous world. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you could say that. On one hand, you could say that. But on the other hand, you know, where sin abounds grace abounds all the more you know so uh i mean we uh, our lord tells us you know it's it's not going to be easy mm-hmm. you know i mean suffering is going to be a part of the life i mean just living your faith sets you up in opposition to the world which means people are going to hate you well number one if you're following our lord satan hates you great thanks be to god you know <laughs> uh but what, <laughs> and to remember, that's a good thing. That's a <laughs> right. Good yeah. thing. Good. That's a good thing. But it's notice good. that he first hates God, not you. You know what I'm saying? And you sure. represent God. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a fair fight. This isn't a battle between two equals here. You have God, the infinite Creator of everything, and a creature, Satan, who desires to you know tear us down and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of those things like the, the, the power of God, the power of even the saints and what's given even to each of us as baptized members of the body of Christ, the power of God himself that dwells within us. Uh, that power compared to the forces that are out to destroy us, mm-hmm. that power is inconsequential. You know, like, I mean, Satan in his most powerful form is nothing compared to the power, infinite power of God. And we forget that. Yes, absolutely we do. And I'll be the first one. I forget it at times, you know. 
or that the victory's already won. Right. Yeah. You know, yes. we, we get in the midst of our suffering, and and then I don't. Sometimes we don't know what to do, do we? Right. Right. You know, it's uh, it seems things seem absolutely insurmountable. But one of the things that I always go back to is all things work for the good for those who love God. Mm-hmm. All things, including perceived defeats. Yeah. And our Lord permits. Even even perceived defeats in what's going on, so that the end goal can be that much sweeter. And it's not that we um, aren't going to suffer, as you said, right? Uh, and I think we forget that too. That's mm-hmm. that's got to be part of the journey. We just have to look at the cross, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, true love is going to involve suffering. Talk to any married couple. <laughs> you know, I mean, talk to I mean those that have families. Like you're you're going to go through tumultuous times. That's just a given. But what do you do in those moments? The beauty of our faith is we can recognize what what uh, 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 was it Saint Paul told us. Uh, I make up for what is lacking the suffering of Christ for the sake of his body, the church. And, and the thing is, is not that Jesus wants us to suffer, but that our Lord wants us to participate in his salvific act for the whole world. Mm-hmm. When we suffer and when we unite our sufferings and our struggles with Christ on the cross, we participate in the very redemption of the world. So when my mother used to tell me to offer it up, <laughs> that's really what she was talking about. That's Don't exactly waste it. it. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. really what we're talking I mean, it's not a trite line. That's right. Some, mm-hmm. My mother was not a theologian. And mm-hmm. yet I think there's some there's some depth to that. Yeah, absolutely. In fact I grew up the same way and uh, you know, there are times that my <laughs> I love I dad, I love you if you're listening. <laughs> but he would say, you know, you know, offer it up, offer it up. I'm like, Dad, you say it again, I'm gonna offer you up, you know. <laughs> 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 but recognizing the beautiful and powerful gift that this is, redemptive suffering. Absolutely. Well, we're having a great conversation, and we would love you to be a part of it. We are on Straight Talk. Father Tim Cohn is joining us this morning to answer any questions that you might have on faith or current events. The number is 877 795 or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. Well, and this is a discussion that came up um, frequently, and it's in the headlines, um, but basically the suffering of someone who is dying. Mm. Can we talk a little bit about how we can use that for good? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Every bit of suffering united to Christ is powerful, is efficacious. It actually does something. And this is something that I've, I've encountered even in my own life that uh, uh, oftentimes when people ask for prayer or, or, they, or even being with, with folks, I mean, uh, I love being with people in the hospitals. It's one of my favorite. It's been uh, so rewarding for me to see because you see the power of Jesus Christ at work in a very tangible way. Uh, so when people are, are dying, uh, it's like the uh, it can seem at times like the ultimate battle for their soul. You know, uh, there's so many temptations that can get thrown at you right at the end of your life. Temptations to despair, lack of faith, all of these things, or the isolation, like you're all alone, and that's where Satan wants to get you. But when you recognize that you are sharing in the passion and the death of Jesus Christ at that moment, well, what comes after that? The resurrection. And so knowing that how hugely powerful those prayers are, when it's hardest to pray, that's when your prayers are most powerful. Oh, and it's wow. something that's so easily Say forgotten. That again. When it's hardest to pray, that's when your prayers are most powerful. Wow. I love it. Yeah, I like that. 
I think I that's, it. and I think it's probably true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, for those of us that are a little bit older, neither of which includes you. Uh, <laughs> He's looking at Father but, Tim. But, <laughs> but you, you, you know, you do get to a point in your life where you can look back and absolutely see that that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, yeah. you, you, you know that that's true. So to use our life experiences. It can also be helpful to us, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Everything that you've gone through, you know, our Lord can write straight with crooked lines. You know, sure, you make bad decisions or you, you, you turn to sin. I mean, whatever the circumstances are, turn back to the Lord and our Lord is going to use it. He's going to use every aspect of your life to, to make himself known and loved to, to the whole world. Mm-hmm. Well, we have our first question. If you have a question, there's still time for you to call in with a, a question. Question, question, question. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call, 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. You can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. Our first question this morning, St. Francis de Sales talks about living as if our body was already in the tomb and our soul in heaven. Is there something to living with the reality of death at the forefront of our mind? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's a famous phrase, uh, a memento mori, uh, remember death. Remember that you're going to die. Uh, One of the biggest, uh, that'll help you keep grounded in the present. One of the biggest traps that that Satan will try to throw at you is, uh, is to think to the future or to think to the past. The past is already gone. Uh, I mean, it doesn't exist. I mean, we entrust the past to God's mercy and the future to God's providence. Uh, and what Satan, you know, procrastination can be so deadly mm-hmm. uh, because Satan wants to tell you, oh, you can become holy tomorrow. J- just wait tomorrow. Go to confession tomorrow. Go do this tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Knowing tomorrow's not guaranteed. Right. But what we have right here, right now, dear listeners, Jesus Christ, God the Father, the Holy Spirit, you are being given every grace that you need to accomplish our Lord's holy will, to get through whatever you're going through right here, right now. God is with you and can get you through anything. Uh, and, and this is what we forget about. And so remembering that you're going to die, well, how am I living? If I'm living the way I ought to be living, uh, following the precepts of the church, doing what God asked of us, love God with all your, your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbors yourself, if I'm living this way, well, then I don't fear death. Mm. You know, that like if I, if I were to find out that the world was coming to an end tomorrow, cool. Thanks be to God. I wouldn't do anything <laughs> I different. Know. People always think I'm yeah. crazy. I'm like, I Ready can't to wait to get yeah, to heaven. Yeah, that it's like, yeah, because that's what I'm made for. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a good question, though. That is a great question. Thank you for submitting that question. Uh, we have other questions that have come in here at the actually at the mustard seed. Um, the next question is: My daughter is getting married next summer, and her fiance is not Catholic. How much should I pressure him to join RCIA? Oh, that's Ooh. a good. I mean, is this should is, you pressure him to join RC? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a great question. I mean, is this? I think it kind of depends on the perspective. Is this coming from from the uh, from the spouse's perspective that uh, you know this is the uh, the woman who's marrying the non-Catholic? How much should she mm. uh, pressure him mm-hmm. or not pressure him to be Catholic? Or is this from family members? It sounds like the mother of the bride. Got it. The mother of the bride. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I. I in a certain respect, uh, respect the truth and charity, that uh, by being a good witness to living this life, that can that can speak volumes. That if they see that you are a joy-filled Catholic, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not rocket science. That's going to be attractive to other people. Mm-hmm. And they'll get, you know, I would think that I want what they have, you know, and that uh, oftentimes will will speak volumes. And, you know, I think it, it, there's got to be an individual conversation there that uh, if the person's open to it, well, yeah, yeah, have, have a fruitful dialogue. But if they seem to be pretty closed off and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, never underestimate the power of prayer. Uh, and this might be even part of that that redemptive suffering where I see that this person isn't Catholic uh, or they might not even believe in God at all. Let's say they're, you know, atheists. Right. And it just, you know, it uh, and that tears you up inside to see this. Uh, part of that is, I mean, that that's a good and holy desire that it's like, I, w- I want the best for this person mm-hmm. and they're not open to it right now, but I'm going to pray for them. I mean, this is like St. Monica uh, praying for Augustine his whole life, you know, yeah. uh, never underestimate the power of prayer Amen. and, but have the conversation, you know, and you, you'll know pretty quick if they're open to it or not. So Father Tim, is part of this also, in a sense, trusting God's time? I mean, mm. absolutely. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know there, there are things in my life where I want it now, mm. and I feel it <laughs> should happen now. Uh, and, and, and you it, have that too? And it doesn't seem to be happening. And so I want it, I, I, my, hmm. one of my prayers is, do, how do I trust God enough? I mean, how do I, how yeah. do I get there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, the beautiful part about that is that's uh, part of that. I mean, that's life. Yep. You know, that, that's our human nature that it's like, and it, not only that, our, that's a society that we're living in. I want it now. You know, I mean, I could have groceries delivered to my door for crying out loud. I don't even have to get off the couch. Yeah. Um, but God's ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts uh, and his timing uh, you know, there's so many stories of the saints where, uh, uh, who was it, St. Teresa of Avila? I, I can't remember. She she would go and she would pray, say, Lord, I want you to say something to me. And she would go to this holy hour, you know, every day, nothing. And she'd just kind of get kind of bitter and angry. The next day, same thing, nothing. This went on for years. And then finally, uh, uh, I think she was, uh, I can't remember exactly the circumstance, but she was kind of hashing it out with her Lord. And, and her Lord finally said, well, what was it that we were doing together for the last 12 years? You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. I was loving on you this whole time. I just wanted you to be with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily that you had the answer. So, yeah, in his time. In Absolutely. His time. Beautiful. Well, folks, there is still time. If you have a question for Father Tim Cohen, you can still call in 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. Or you can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. We have another question that has come in here at the Mustard Seed. They have a young adult child who won't go to mass. How much do they push? Hmm. That's a good question. And hmm. do they live in the home? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go to mass. How far do you push? Well, in a certain respect, I mean, on one hand, okay, they're adults. They they they're at the age of reason. I mean, they um, they they are fundamentally responsible for their own decisions. Right. Uh, but, I mean, like, you know, it, let's say they're living at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, I, I would think you might be able to kind of crank the uh, the bolts a little bit tighter that it's mm-hmm. like, hey, my house, my rules, you know. And it's like I expect those that live under my house t- to go to Mass. Uh, well, and Jerry, you've got older children. Mm-hmm. How do you approach this? Uh, I think kind of what Father, Father Tim's saying is mm-hmm. that you, it, every circumstance is going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So it's a little tough to give a broad answer, I think. But um, uh, you have the conversation as best you can, given where people are at. And then 
you know, go from there. Well, yeah. I think yeah. I think at some point too, you, as a parent, you have to trust their upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, because how many reversion stories do we hear? God willing, it doesn't come to that. But you know, I think to some point you have to trust God and the way you raised your child. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. In fact, I'm uh, I'm kind of a product of that. You know, in college, I walked away from my faith entirely uh, because it was inconvenient for how I wanted to live. But I was brought up in the Catholic Church, and I was brought up, you know, going to Mass every day, and that always was nagging at me. Uh, and eventually, uh, praise God, I saw the light and I came back, you know. Uh, uh, so you're, you're absolutely right. Like, I mean, especially if they've been baptized, they've been confirmed, they've been given, they've got every grace that they need. Um, our Lord respects their free will, but our Lord hasn't let go of them, mm-hmm. you know, nor will he, even if they choose to walk away from him. Our Lord still loves them. Um, and, and I appreciated your mention of St. Monica because I think uh, every parent <laughs> who struggles with this issue, uh, ask St. Monica for help. With, oh, with this. absolutely. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's the poster. It worked. Yeah, poster. yeah, right. <laughs> got St. Augustine out of that deal. Yeah, that wasn't a bad deal. That wasn't a bad deal. Well, we only have one minute left for callers. 877-795-0122. We're talking with Father Tim Cohen this morning on Straight Talk. It's our segment we do every morning from 9.30 to 10, where our local listeners get to call in and ask our local hosts and priests questions. 877-795-0122 is the number. You can submit any questions that you might have on Facebook. We still have time to get to them yet this morning. We've got about four minutes left. So, any yeah, I was just going to say, Father Tim, what's what's burning on your heart this morning yeah. that, uh, we, that we maybe should be talking about? <laughs> Actually, I think we've already talked about it, thanks be to God. I mean, what, what struck me, uh, so this last weekend was my first weekend in the parish, uh, and, and preaching at all the masses, and, and what struck me is just the, the, the power of coming together as one uh, to worship God. I mean, the, the fact that we need each other to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is something, you know, one of the things that struck me over these last years is there's so many people that don't know how good they are uh, and how much our Lord loves them just because they exist. That's Which is it. hard for us to believe. Right, right. You know, I, uh, and and that not only does that pain the heart of Christ, I mean, that, that hurts me personally. That it's just like, I, I want people to know that they're loved. I want them to know not only that they're loved, but that God himself, if they were the only person that existed, he still would have come down and died for you. Uh, and and this is like, we, we have the answer to the world's problems, you know? That it's just like, Jesus loves you. God loves you, and we have him sacramentally here in the church. Come be with him. Come to him. You know, and that's my role is like, I, I, I want to share Jesus with the whole world, you know, mm-hmm. and make sure everyone knows how good they are, how much they're loved. And once you know that, and you know that you are a beloved son and daughter of the Father, then you can take those next steps and follow Him. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Father Tim, it was a pleasure having you on this morning. Will you, pa- will you part us with your blessing? Oh, absolutely. Heavenly Father, I praise you, and I thank you for the gift of Catholic Radio. Lord, I ask that you would pour your Holy Spirit upon every listener. Fill them with every grace and heavenly blessing, Lord, that they may become the greatest of saints. And may Almighty God bless each of you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, Way Father. Go. Nice <laughs> <to be done. laughs> Thanks. Well done. <laughs>
All right. Thanks to all those who called in and wrote your questions. Uh, reminder, tomorrow at 930 Central, every Monday through Friday, you can ask your questions. Up next, Julie Becker will join us to share the good things going on at the St. Francis House. And later in the show, we'll be ready to tour the local area with our 10-minute tour. I'm Heather Caro, and Jerry Kleind is with us. Stay tuned. We're on Real Presence Live. <music> 